Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So if I'm being asked, it sounds like coercion from Governor Holcomb. That's what it comes across as. It comes across as coercion. If you say that if you are an unvaccinated student in high school or middle school or elementary school and you are exposed to COVID, you have to stay home and quarantine. But if you're vaccinated, you can come to school, even though it doesn't affect kids the way it affects adults. That sounds like coercion. So much of this does. I'm bothered by the fact that Governor Holcomb is this guy. I am bothered by the way he approaches near everything. He goes with the flow on what is non-science from the CDC, doesn't stand up for parents who are called terrorists by the federal government. He doesn't he doesn't say it. He is Midwest Jeb. That's who he is. I wish he wasn't, but he is this way. And can we get into the conversation of remarkably thin-skinned? Because if you were to say something like I'm saying it right now, oh, that's just noise. Oh, that's just noise. I don't listen to the noise. You don't, you don't listen to parents saying that my kids shouldn't be in masks because they shouldn't be? We're, 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 we're through the looking glass on this? It's, it's, it's obvious. It's clear as day that kids shouldn't be in masks. The damage done to kids... Is, is is Governor Holcomb going to pretend that this didn't happen, isn't happening? The obesity rates, the suicide rates? He's going to pretend that this is normal? The parents out there who are infuriated? Oh, that's just noise. Just little chattering noise from people. I'm focused on the big subjects. What's the big subject? Bringing one more business into Indiana? I think you should focus on bringing businesses into Indiana. You should also focus on Hoosiers. On the actual citizenry who live here and fill those jobs because they're not happy with you. How could they be happy with somebody who is so joyously dismissing them? If they wanted to be dismissed, they could just take a look at President Biden. What value is Eric Holcomb to them? A Republican. Uh, in what? Not even a name only. What's he doing? Where's his standards? Where's his focus? Me, I'm Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. It's good to be back. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Getter. Well, look, if if you're going to tell doctors that they're not allowed to be on Twitter, you're going to have to move platforms. I don't know if you've heard this or not. This is nuts. Now, the doctor in question here, He, his name is Dr. Robert Malone. So one of his claims to fame is that he is responsible for, if not entirely, certainly in large parts, of creating mRNA vaccines or or creating the technology that allows for mRNA vaccines. What's an mRNA vaccine? Pfizer and Moderna. How they were able to create these vaccines uh, in order to fight COVID. Well, he was on with Joe Rogan the other day. 
And Joe Rogan's like, you're, you're getting taken off Twitter. They literally took this guy down because of what he's seeing as issues, specifically what's going on with, with, with society and the, the fear factor at, at, at play. And then, of course, just how they have engaged the science and moved the science for political purposes, having nothing to do with, with anything of, of value. And he has taken note in this, and he is questioning why they're going about vaccines in this style, and he has been removed from Twitter for it. When you have doctors who are not allowed to speak, you're saying that there's only one kind of science. Every scientist agrees. Well, I disagree. Then you silence me, and then you go back to all the scientists agree. That's an ugly scene. And knowing that and seeing that is one of the reasons why people like Governor Holcomb should not be trusting the CDC at all when it comes to data on COVID. But we'll get to that in a second. First, I want you to hear this. This conversation between Joe Rogan and Dr. Robert Malone. Now, Dr. Malone takes a little while to get going, but but follow it here. They removed you for not going along with whatever the tech narrative is, because tech clearly has uh, a censorship agenda when it comes to COVID in terms of treatment, in terms of the, the wh- whether or not you are promoting what they would call vaccine hesitancy. They can ban you for that. They can ban you for, in, in their eyes, what they think is a justifiable offense. And they're doing this. And I don't know who these people are that are doing this, but they're doing these this one of the most important things about you reading out your history like that is to one of the most qualified people in the world to talk about vaccines well thank you for that i i think that that's so one way that some people put it is and of course since this has happened i've been contacted by multiple lawyers that are looking at filing a suit just like alex berenson has one against twitter um and and the point is made just with what you just made uh um, if so, the point that I, I think is kind of succinct on this is, um, if my voice, if it, if there's no merit to my voice being in the conversation, whether I, it's true or not, whether I'm factually correct or not, let's park that just for a minute. Whether or not I'm right in everything I say, and I freely admit, no one's perfect. I'm not perfect. It's one of my core points is people should think for themselves. I try really hard to give people the information and help them to think, not to tell them what to think. Okay? Um, but the point is, if if I'm not, if, if it's not okay for me to be part of the conversation, even though I'm pointing out scientific facts that may be inconvenient, then who is, who can be allowed? Um, and uh, whether you're in the camp that says I'm a liar and I didn't invent this technology despite the patents, when there's a whole cohort of that, no one can debate that dispute that I played a major role in the creation of this tech. And virtually all other voices that have that background have conflicts of interest, financial conflicts of interest. I think I'm the only one that doesn't. I'm not getting any money out of this. Now, he's a little long-winded in that. This being Dr. Robert Malone, who is responsible for, if not completely, in parts of creating the technology regarding mRNA vaccines. Talking to Joe Rogan. Should he really be silenced? 
because he has a hesitancy or he has questions and he's talking about what's going on in society. This big tech move to say there's only one possible acceptable view when, of course, that's not true. And what we should want to hear is from all people so we can make informed decisions. Making informed decisions doesn't seem to be the qualification. Just like an informed decision may tell a parent, I'm not getting my child vaccinated. The FDA today, of course, as as we've been talking about, approving boosters for children as young as 12. Well, a lot of parents don't want to get their kid vaccinated at all. They want another year. They want to know what this vaccine does. When you're a 50-year-old and you get vaccinated, okay. You can have some level of faith. You got some level of questions. We've already had kids. You don't think it'll be the worst thing in the world? Fine. A 16-year-old getting vaccinated? A 12-year-old? An 8-year-old? They have their whole life ahead of them. Maybe I want a little bit more information before I do that to my kid. But instead of, of, of a recognition of that, we've got a governor in Eric Holcomb that's engaging what I would refer to as a full-on act of coercion. By saying that if you are not vaccinated, you could still be held home in quarantine. They're kids. They're fine. Of course some kids have died of COVID. That's absolutely has happened. The numbers are so small that if we were to then change the way we engage in society because of it, that would be a dereliction of duty and a full-on attack on our kids. And it has been a full-on attack on our kids. What has happened to children is unforgivable. Story uh, over at Legal Insurrection. COVID school closures have caused alarming mental health declines evidenced by depression and suicide attempts. Well, what's the difference between a school closure and keeping a kid at home because they're not vaccinated? When they're going to survive COVID anyway. And vaccinated people still carry a viral load and can still shed the virus and spread the virus. What are we doing And why is Governor Holcomb buying into this and engaging in this act of coercion against parents? Why would he get into this fight with Todd Rokita, the attorney general? The attorney general is doing an interview in South Bend. This is uh, this happened just as I was heading out on, on, on vacation. Todd Connor uh, from WSBT asking uh, the attorney general how he justified speaking out against vaccination when looking at the COVID-19 data. And what the attorney general said, Todd Rokita said is, well, you know, first of all, I don't believe numbers anymore. And I'm sorry about that. But this has been politicized. And then Connor asked from your state health people. And Rokita responded, this has been politicized since day one. And Rokita has doubled down on this. Now, if you were to take a look at, for example, WTHR, uh, they have a story, 800,000 people have died of COVID. That's not true. That's not true. 800,000 people have died with COVID, not from. 
The difference is massive because as we have discussed repeatedly, we are not discussing comorbidities. And when we take a look at comorbidities in the breakdown, we will find that the number is significantly less than 800,000 people who died solely and exclusively of COVID. And as the Attorney General Todd Rokita pointed out, we have people who are marked as dying of COVID when COVID's not the culprit, not the cause, not anything related, but they mark down COVID and therefore it's COVID. And Eric Holcomb is asked about this and the governor kind of chimes his way in and buys into this idea. Going after Todd Rokita. Anyone that is spreading misinformation or disinformation regarding our reporting, to me, is just, I believe, just attempting to fan the flames of confusion. And that's exactly what we don't need at this time. If someone has a question, they need to raise that question with us, and we will answer it. He wants to defend Indiana, but you're buying into the thesis that Todd Rokita said something wrong. He didn't say something wrong. You're buying into a thesis that supports the Democratic Party, which I don't know why you would do such a thing. It's so silly. It's so, it's so, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Sophomoric? But do you not know how to be a politician? Do you not know how to play this out? So you don't look like the damn fool, Governor Holcomb? There are millions of Hoosiers who don't believe the 800,000 number. That is far different than whether or not they think you're lying on the dashboard. I would say very few think you're lying on the dashboard. And I think it's okay to say, hey, when we talk about the dashboard, we've got our numbers down pat. If you're talking about nationwide, I think you've got to kind of take that conversation up with other people. Or, my God, go out on a limb, Governor, and say, yeah, there's a problem here. We don't have that problem, and here's why. That'd be a rational thing to say. But no, he bought into it again. Buying into the narratives of others that are an attack on the citizenry as opposed to standing up. It's very very weird stuff. But when you take a look at the quarantine rules in, in, in schools and you realize that it's absolute coercion of the parents to try and get kids vaccinated, uh, the, the governor is just wrong and he's, it's, it's, it's ugly. It's ugly. Oh, I know what he's going to say because he said it to my face. Oh, it's just noise. I'm focused on the big picture. No, you're not. You're not focused on the big picture, man. I wish you were focused on the big picture. You're nowhere near it. You are nowhere near it. You are the part of the Jackson Pollock painting that he cut off. You're just splotches on canvas that gets discarded as opposed to what makes the art for the world to see. You're not focused on the big picture. Engaging in conversation or in rules that try to coerce parents to vaccines of children, that's not focused on big picture. That's buying into a whole bunch of nonsense. Not calling out the CDC for their clear and obvious failures in guidance, that is not seeing the big picture. That is a lack of leadership. I say Midwest Jeb. Maybe you got a better name for it. I'm Tony Katz. So I guess Ted Cruz's daughter, who's 13, made a video and put it on TikTok. 
and the Dallas Morning News wrote about it and said Ted Cruz's daughter says she disagrees, quote, with most of his views, unquote. She's 13, man. What the hell? She puts up a video. She puts up a video. Hard to stop kids from putting up videos. You don't report on what a 13-year-old says. What's wrong with you? Oh, because it's Ted Cruz's daughter, it's fine. Just like when Kellyanne Conway's daughter posts something who clearly is having a problem with her parents because kids sometimes have problems with their parents. You don't report on that. What is wrong with these people? Where Where is the decency with these people? I get it. It's because their names aren't Chelsea or Hunter. You talk about Hunter Biden today. How dare you go after the president's son? They'll still protect Chelsea Clinton. But you can report on the 13-year-old daughter of the senator from Texas? Man, that's weird. And it's just an example of like how broken we really are. Broken as a society. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. So good to be with you guys. It's good to be back. Is I, I, I got to go over more of my, uh, of, of my uh, trip to Florida. It, it, was, it was pretty good, except for the not feeling well part. Except for the not feeling well part, it, it was pretty good. Uh, it, it, it was interesting just to, just to see how people were acting and, and, and reacting. And, and I swear to you, uh, I did not see much of a difference between Florida and Indiana. Except for weather and palm trees, I, I I didn't see much of a difference. Really didn't. I I, I maybe it's because I have not lived in any level of of fear. Like like I I have never hidden away from society, and you're you might be very well, much like that. But man, the way they treat Florida, the way the press treats Florida, you know, like like. DeSantis, where was he for two weeks? Where has he been? Why isn't he working? His wife was getting trans- cancer treatments. He was with his wife. And they're like, that's not good enough. All right. Now, I think that when you're governor, you got to be able to do two things at once. You got to go and you got to do cancer treatments and then you got to be on the job. I mean, that's just, just the way it is. But I don't think it's the end of the world. What, he didn't make a public appearance for two weeks and that's a problem? Maybe we need more politicos who make less public appearances and we'd all be better off. But we've got a press going after him for being with his wife who has cancer. And then we've got a press who takes a 13-year-old girl like, yeah, yeah, we can quote her. Not, not, not a standard in the world. That's... But if, but if his daughter's name was Hunter, you better believe the press would be upset about it until they realize it wasn't Hunter Biden. They'd be like, oh, no, it's fine. I'm Tony Katz. This is Tony Katz today. These flight cancellations, it's going to be two days that are just ugly, ugly, ugly for travel. These storms uh, in in the, I should say the mid-Atlantic, right? Really Jersey and south, but it's absolutely going to have an effect on 
uh, on what you see out of the New York airports as well, which means it has an effect on hubs. It has an f- effect on connections. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today on Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just giant storms. It is not, it is not a people thing. Uh, my sources have not shown that it's about people not showing up for work because of COVID or sick outs or anything like that. There's a lot of snow. You're just not going to take off. You're just not going to land. It's not safe. And that's all there is to it. It happens. So this is affecting cities throughout the Midwest. Certainly we've seen cancellations at Indianapolis International Airport. And you might see more into the evening, more into tomorrow. And you might also see flights diverted. If uh, if they were able to take off and they just can't get in, if they thought somehow there was a break in the weather and they they I mean that happens they they try, they try but they're just not not successful. So be be on the lookout and be aware of that. A second CNN producer is now under a criminal investigation involving child exploitation. Now I will tell you that when the first story um, came out. I I didn't dig into it because I was just waiting to see what goes on. The fact that there's a second's like okay, I can't I can't avoid the, the the story. It's it's crazy. Fairfax County Police confirming a criminal investigation has been launched quote into serious allegations involving potential juvenile victims, and that detectives assigned to the child exploitation squad of the major crimes bureau are leading an investigation into a guy named Rick Salibi, former senior producer for Jake Tapper and his show, The Lead. Does that mean Jake Tapper is guilty of anything? No, it doesn't. I don't like Jake Tapper. Jake Tapper is a jerk face. Hold on, I, I need a ruling. Producer, are we okay with that? Jerk face is fine. Thank you. Jerk face. I mean, it, it was a low life to me personally. Didn't have to be. Just thought it was a, I I was some faceless dude to him, and it was a good hit, and so uh, there he was on social media being a jerk face. Not necessary, but hey, uh, that's Jake Tapper. I'm so old, I remember when Jake Tapper was a journalist. That's, that's, that's pretty old. Right there. Um, there's another producer who's facing federal sex crime, federal sex crime charges involving children. I I I just think it's weird as can be. Two people, same outfit, but I mean thousands of people work there, and here's two. I don't know what the odds are or or, or the percentages are nationwide. I don't know if you did investigations into Fox or MSNBC or, or or the Washington Post if you'd find the same percentages of people. I also don't know what it is they're they're referring to with Griffin, the first guy. He was actually, or he's being charged with enticing minors for sex. Okay. That's. That's messed up. That, sorry. Sorry, messed up doesn't even describe how disgusting it is. That was a poor choice of words on my part. I was trying to find a way to say it clean, and it came out way too sweet. No, no, no. That level of scumbaggery gets you hurt. There. Better. Glad I was able to clear that one up. It's an interesting story. What I think is more interesting about the story is that this 
investigation comes from work done by Project Veritas. And for anything you want to say about Project Veritas, and you're more than welcome to, they've broken stories. They have shared the stories. They're able to find these things out. Here's a question. Exactly how many people over at CNN knew something and said nothing? It's, it's, it's like uh, Harvey Weinstein all over again. Knew something and said nothing. That's the question I have. We got to get O'Keefe on the show. Ask him about who knew something and said nothing. That's going to be the question. That's going to be... Uh, the, the 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 question now i i'm i, I can't talk anymore about a- a- antonio brown we 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 discussed it already but can i get into the colts losing 23 to 20 to the las vegas raiders and 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 you lose and you know certainly i'm sorry for them now they got they next week they win and they're in right in 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 the playoffs and i think there are people who think this is a a playoff ready team at least to lose in the first round maybe some people think that the team can go uh, further I just don't think this team is as as deep as, let's say, the Tennessee Titans, which are, those guys are playing nuts football. They lose Derrick Henry, and they regrouped right quick. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive stuff. So the Colts lose 23-20. Did you watch the game, Producer Ari? Yeah, I was in and out. All right, so so you you, you were like, oh, too bad, or did they did they play poorly? I thought they blew it at the end, but I also know they play Jacksonville next week, so they're going to be fine. And, and wait a second. They should have been fine against the Raiders. So, you know, they they, they, they beat the Patriots, and I forget the other one, they, the Cardinals, and now they lose this game, which should have been the easy game, if you will. Um, I, and most people think that they're going to be able to make it in, in, into the playoffs. Well, one of the things that happened in the in this in this game, and and – you know, it's I, I I just am not getting myself wrapped up in the NFL. I, I I think this year they've done a pretty good job of not lecturing to me, and for that I'm thankful. Maybe they realized how bad the lecturing has gone. I, you don't hear about people taking a knee anymore. Maybe it's because they're not showing the national anthem. I don't know. I haven't I haven't watched that many games, but I happen to have watched more football this year than I did all of last year and the year before. And and uh, I don't necessarily, I don't have a dog in the fight. It's not that I'm like I'm rooting for the Colts to 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 lose. It's I think that'd be kind of weird. It's just, I haven't paid attention that much. Well, the one thing I've been paying attention to is the level of insanity the the indie media uh, circles have regarding Carson Wentz and COVID. Carson Wentz is not vaccinated. Quarterback for the for 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 the Colts, not not vaccinated. Okay. See, the guy's not vaccinated. It's not the end of the world. It's it's, it's fine. And then all of a sudden he, he gets COVID. He's on the COVID-19 list. And guys like Greg Doyle from the Indy Star go, go insane. Uh, Ari, he went insane, ridiculous. Like, I, I, that you're happy somebody has COVID? I didn't see him say that, but he's been he's been on brand with Carson Wentz since the beginning. Like, he hasn't changed his stance. He was he the one who said Carson Wentz shouldn't be visiting hospitals. Yes, because uh, uh, that's he, he's not a role model to children. Uh that is correct. I, 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 right. I, there were other. I think it was because he may have had COVID or something, but it was something along those lines. Yeah. 
He didn't know, but he didn't have COVID at, at, at the time. He just was unvaccinated. I don't, it was something like it was something weird. I don't know. Yeah, the guy has like food trucks uh, to to help people who who are homeless who can't afford food. I mean, he's, he's an unbelievably decent guy in that respect. I also heard he bought his entire the entire offensive line like bourbon and steaks, and so now I want to get him on eat, drink, smoke. So you got to make that happen, pretty sorry. I, I need think Carson he's, Wentz. He's a little busy right now, but after the season, I'll I'll reach out. Ah, he's got time. I'll book it. Just just reach out to his people and just book it. We'll make the whole thing. I don't know if he smokes cigars or not. Probably something else Greg Doyle poses. Oh, oh, now now I got I got to tell you, I'm I'm not a fan of Doyle. I I, I I have zero commentary to him as a sports guy over there at the Indy Star because I don't I don't get to make that call. I wouldn't know what's good sports coverage or not. What what I've deter what I've decided, and I kind of decided this a couple months ago. You've heard me maybe do some more sports stories. I've decided to jump in with both feet, the same way I did politics. I'm going to learn the sports world. I'm going to learn it, and I'm going to say some things, and some of the stuff I'm going to screw up. Oh my God, I'm going to screw it up. But I live in a world now where where I got Doyle trying to be political. I got Clay Travis being political. No, I'm going the other way. No, they they're not allowed to have both worlds, and I'm only allowed to have one. F that. No, 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 no. I am I am absolutely positively not buying into that. No how and no way. F these people. I'm go I'm I'm in. I'm in on the conversation, producer. Sorry. This is going down. I I never thought I'd hear those words from you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um who are who are these people to decide I'm only allowed to be in one place? You know, all I've ever said was if, if the sports guys want to get political, they're more than welcome to. I usually do say, stay, get out of my lane, you know, but don't think just because, you know, you're a sports guy, uh, you, your, your opinion doesn't get a, a bit of conversation if it's nonsense. It's like Jamel Hill. Jamel Hill's a bigot. I don't know if she could cover sports well. How would I? I have absolutely no idea. I can't as of yet make that call, but I've heard her politically and she's a bigot. I'm not calling Greg Doyle a bigot. I'm saying that Greg Doyle likes the idea that, that, that Carson Wentz was on the COVID list. He liked that Carson Wentz got COVID. That's my take. He was excited about it. And then the Colts lose, and he's so angry at Carson Wentz. He didn't practice. He, was, he looked terrible, and Carson Wentz won't take responsibility. He won't learn. Dude, it's a vaccine. Would you calm yourself down? Lots of guys have been vaccinated and have gotten COVID. And then, of course, there's the conversation of Darius Leonard. Was Darius Leonard vaccinated, Ari? Uh, he is reported not to have been. Okay. And he was also on the COVID list. But you didn't see him lose his mind about Darius Leonard. You didn't see him lose his mind about that. Now, I think that's an interesting one because I think that there are a lot of sports guys. This, now, this is a take I have regardless of anything else. I think there are a lot of sports guys who are so afraid of any um, conversation of racism that they will not report the same way on the same subject. In both cases, we're talking about uh, professional athletes with the Indianapolis Colts who got COVID. But he talked in depth about Carson Wentz and not about Darius Leonard. And I think it was, it was Jason Hammer. I think it was uh, Hammer and Nigel show. Who, who, who brought this up very well. If, if you're going to say that, well, one guy's the quarterback 
And one guy is just a defensive player. Darius Leonard is not just a defensive player. What the hell? That's insane. That's criminally insane. One has to wonder whether or not Greg Doyle is afraid of certain conversations. Because he doesn't want to be seen the wrong way. As opposed to having honest conversations and recognizing that your audience is with you. Unless he doesn't think his audience is with him. I don't know about that one. I have absolutely no idea there. But Greg Doyle, the Indy star, was happy Carson Wentz got COVID. And they lost as a C. It's all his fault. I, I, I don't know. I didn't get to see the game. Was it all Carson Wentz's fault? You said you're in and out of the game, Ari. Was it all Carson Wentz's fault? I mean, no loss can ever be pointed at one individual person. So, no, I would not say it was only Carson Wentz's fault. That he could have played better, I could have said about Carson Wentz in like 14 other games. So, I, I don't know what else there is. But the, the, the anger that he had, the, glee, the, the, the anger and the glee that Greg Doyle had um, re- re- regarding uh, Carson Wentz and COVID, dude, that's a, that's a legacy builder right there. I mean, that's ugly stuff. Ugly stuff. Again, I, I have zero commentary to his, his sports reporting. None. I, 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 don't, I don't yet have an ability to do that. But I'm, I'm reading much, much more. I'm reading other people. I'm starting to compare. I'm reaching out to people who, who are, are in that world and in that industry. Get an idea of what works, what doesn't, why something is good, why some people are popular, why some people aren't. What is it that 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 people who engage the the, the stuff and 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 consume that content? What is it that they're looking for? Which is really interesting. You know how how does it get presented? Am I to believe that Stephen A. Smith is somehow the the guy the screamer from ESPN? That's what people really want in sports. I can't believe that. Am I to believe that it's that it's a guy like Dan Lebetard, that leftist? No, I can't believe that either. But there's something that does connect, and what is that thing? Trying to trying to learn what that is. Based on Greg Doyle's commentaries about Carson Wentz, I can't believe he actually connects with an audience. But I could be wrong. Meanwhile, uh, Carson Wentz, glad you're feeling better. Sorry about the loss. Good work actually feeding people. Would love to have you on Eat, Drink, Smoke, and stop by anytime. You too, Darius Leonard. Would love to talk to you. I'm Tony Katz. Rhode Island, you special people, you. The home of Quahog. They've now got an option for COVID-positive healthcare workers to continue working. If their facility is facing a staffing crisis, Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. No, really? You mean you don't have enough doctors and nurses? So maybe you're going to need them to, uh, I, 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 I don't know, work? Facility administrators should be using their clinical judgment in making staffing decisions. For example, a facility may opt for a COVID-19 positive worker to only care for COVID-19 positive patients. I, uh, it's, you called these nurses heroes last year and you call them enemies this year. You've thrown them out 
You've taken away the institutional knowledge that they offer and they provide, which saves lives. And you said, don't worry, we've got the National Guard to fill in the gaps. Nothing against the National Guard. That's not filling in the gaps. That is an absolute terrible, terrible system. But just like we saw with how they changed the rules in New York for quarantine, they're the ones who made it a five-day quarantine instead of a 10-day quarantine, even though the CDC didn't uh, favor such a thing. They went from 10 days to five days because they needed people back at work. And then the CDC made their change. And now in Rhode Island, ah, yeah, you can go to work if you've got COVID. You know, it's really up to the uh, up to the hospitals. Just like Joe Biden saying it's up to the states. This, this can't be solved on, on, on the federal level. Oh, is that right? You know, when Trump said that, we were told he is a terrible leader. Biden says it, and we're supposed to pretend it didn't happen. Uh, other workers, hospitals, nursing homes who are mildly symptomatic can also continue to work if there are staffing crises, according to the Rhode Island Department of Health. Because you need the people. Because it doesn't matter if you're positive. It only matters if you need hospitalization. That's why positivity rates are such bunk. On Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. You can also find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Getter at Tony Katz. Tomorrow, everyone. Take care.